Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Scene Partners. Today, we're going to reverse roles. Chris is going to talk the entire time, and I am going to agree. All right, here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Cody, how was your week? Uh-huh. All right, my week. Let me tell you about my week. <laughs> Let me ask you a question to lead into what I want to talk about. You know, about. I've been having a really hard time with that. <laughs> the roast. That's what we should call this, the roast. <laughs> Scene we partners just, roast edition. Yeah, maybe we should actually take some time and prepare, and the next time we should just play the other person. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got a better idea. We do or an actual roast. we not be friends after that? <laughs> No, no, I think we'll be friends. Oh, yeah. Well, true. I can take it. I don't know if you can. I can't. Fragile ego. Yeah. Um, Large man. We should, have, <laughs> we should have a bunch of people come on and actually roast us. Well, I know I can think I of a getting couple my of people hurt. that would be able to come on here and basically, you know, at this point, probably mock an entire scene partners. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Especially if we just like said, hey, we're going to give you 10 minutes. Yeah. And just throw some other people out. Definitely your mom. I think your mom does not listen to this. Oh, I thought we were insulting each other. Oh, <laughs> that was so nineties. I teach middle school. I don't know. Yeah. What to, I don't know what to tell you. Hey, you don't know what to tell me. You know what I love about us when we are going to transition out of a moment. Yep, we greet each other. Yes, we do. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hello there. It's just um, <laughs> things that we notice about each other, uh, or what I notice that we do. So uh, we just had our auditions. We had the, the last podcast. We talked about our auditions and that they were coming up and we were super excited about it. And it turns out that we had every right to be. Yes. And I am so stoked. I mean, I, I know that whenever we do a show or any of the shows that we've done in the past, I'm always absolutely blown away by the people that we have in the show and who we get and you know, how excited they are to be in it. And sometimes it's like, you know, they've never done anything before, but I'm super excited for them to have this experience and we will see, you know, what comes from it. And I think that, you know, them being so excited about it will just translate into them having a great performance. And for the most part, that tends to like 98% of the time happen. Yeah. Um, But this time we just, I feel like we have a show full of amazing performers like that I'm not afraid about like I'm not I'm not worried about having to pull anybody aside and work with them or do anything like that you know like do extra stuff because they're all so seasoned in a way I guess oh, is what sure. I'm saying the deck is definitely stacked yeah it's just it makes me excited because I feel like we're going to be able to go so much further into the process mm-hmm. than normal because this will like you know we'll, we will start a little bit further along already, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. And I feel like that as we have been moving forward and we we continue to produce (laughs) more shows, I turned into an evil genius. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, when uh, When we continue to produce more shows that, like, our actors are getting more and more experienced and they kind of know how we work in the process and it seems like they're showing up for that in such a great way and I know that we've talked about in the past when people you know have showed up to auditions especially whenever they have taken you know classes with us and they just know how to do it and we kind of talked about that a bit last time Mm -hmm. but I was so 
stoked at the amount of people that showed up this last um, this last Saturday and just knew what to do and were even though that they were you know I'm sure kind of nervous because it's a little different just because auditions aren't normally run like you know I'm, I was gonna say properly in town but the, I'm not trying to make it sound insulting it's just yeah normally that you know the standard typically not, this is how auditions would go in a yeah. professional setting right and I just think that we have a job to do in a sense mm-hmm. and that you know that we should run it as such you know i was thinking about this too and because you had posted this really cool thing that was a breakdown of what to expect what you're going to do what you know to expect when you're expecting to audition to audition um but <laughs> the, the the crazy thing is like i see so many sort of things on the other side of the table now where it's like it is our job and our responsibility to make people feel as comfortable as they can to show us what they have brought what they have prepared Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of that sort of gets thrown to the wayside in a bunch of other auditions because for the most part in this town i think it's more of like this cattle collie type of situation and people get really nervous about who's going to be watching and who's going to be judging and it's not just like us behind the table but it's Mm -hmm. also their peers and other people that are going out for the roles as well and i feel like that's really unfair yeah. So no, we want to make with you on that. Yeah. Make make the best environment that we can for them to do the best that they possibly can. Well, you're asking someone to and I know that part of the thought process with uh with that, I guess, could be justified in saying, well, you're going to get up in front of an entire audience of people and do this. You should be able to do this now. Mm hmm. But I just don't think that that's setting anybody up for success. Well, there's different stakes when you are trying to, quote unquote, get the role, if you yeah. will. Yeah, well, and you're doing this in front of a whole bunch of other people. And you know that, you know, if you stumble, then you're going to be judged that much more harshly, especially yeah. whenever those people are also going out for the role. So it's not about actually giving a good performance. It's about trying to impress the people who are staring at your back. Yeah. And I just don't necessarily understand that. Yeah. Um, I had a I had a student talk to me today actually about an audition that they had for a school that was coming up, and they were worried because the audition was scheduled for the exact time that a rehearsal was going to be taking place at that school. Yeah. And they were like, you know, I'm kind of terrified that I'm going to show up there and all of the people from the program are going to just be sitting there waiting for rehearsal and I'm going to have to audition in front of the entire school of theater. Yeah, that's <laughs> with a little these unfair. People. And in my heart, I said, or what I said was, I'm sure that won't happen. Surely they'll pull you to a separate room. And in my heart, I know that that's what's happening right yeah. now <laughs> because they're just like, oh, just get up there and do it. Yeah. Which I know whenever you are doing so many things and you have so much to do and it's all resting on your shoulders and you just, it's very hard to give grace to people who deserve it sometimes Mm -hmm. whenever it's like, you know, I know that this is going to be good or whatever and I just want to get it done with so that I can move on to this immediate problem in front of me that I need to solve, which is this rehearsal or this show or whatever it is. But I just... I was thinking about that and it it is not setting somebody up for success because they're not able to be vulnerable. They're not able to explore anything. And sure, you're supposed to go and work on these audition pieces as if they are, you know, their own performance. But at the same time, you might be super prepared, but 
when you're in front of all of those people yeah. and it's not necessarily a safe space, you know, I know that term gets overused in abundance these days. Um, kind of like the way that I described it just then overused in abundance. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome to redundancy, the podcast. <laughs> That was so good. But it is, you know, when when you're auditioning for something, it is singularly on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And when there's a show happening, there are other things and other like sort of mechanisms and cogs yeah, all turning at the same with time. The people. Yeah, but you you've I know with us in particularly, we've You've run we've, the show, you've rehearsed yeah. it, you're ready to go. You are ready yeah. to do it. And I just think when you're in front of everybody else, you know, I, I know that sitting behind the table, I work super hard at one not being extremely expressive other than a smile mm-hmm. because I know that I can um, be very easily read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just, I try really hard to, it, it took me a little while to get to a point where I was just, you know, if, if somebody was doing an audition and it wasn't necessarily like the most amazing thing, I would, you know, start to smile and feel good for the person for like being brave and looking at it in a different way of being like, you know what, this is awesome for this person that they got out and they did this when they're not necessarily like ready for it, but they are trying. And I mean, I can recognize like courage yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and that in itself, I'm like, okay, I can, I can support this. And I look forward to seeing that person's journey of getting better as they do this again next yeah. time, even though it may not mean that they're necessarily in this show. But I hope that, you know, I I do kind of hope that the culture in our community becomes that, you know, I didn't get this show. And it doesn't mean that, you know, that person is then going to hate that theater company or those people yeah. that didn't put them in the show. And instead, they're going to think, you know what, what, what do I need to do to... Mm-hmm. get better and then be in the next show yeah instead how can i impress them so much that you know i've come this far on the journey right and i that's kind of why i hope that you know in the future we'll be able to offer more classes and people would actually take them yes instead of you know <laughs> i'm not trying to say that people didn't take them last time because we did have people take them but you know for the most part the people that were taking acting classes are some seasoned actors in town that mm-hmm. are just like really down to have fun and like want to explore the craft. And so I would hope that if people are interested in it and it's not something that they got, that they would look for some sort of education or like a way to have some acting coaching or anything like that to kind of help them along the way. It's just like if you've never picked up a bat before and you go out and you try to hit a baseball, you're probably going to miss. Yeah. <laughs> you might hit it. I mean, it might be awesome, but you're probably going to miss. Well, it- <laughs> Yeah, I, I always talk about how y- y- people get so hung up on the quote unquote one minute monologue uh, situation. And now that we've sort of gone through learning these two man shows where it's, you know, here's 90 plus pages of dialogue between only two people. It's uh, I feel a little less sympathetic on on some fronts, but I also understand it at the same time where this can be sort of a daunting task. Right. But when we were doing these uh, auditions, I just remember there was a couple of um, monologues that people were reciting. And I just in not a not a mean way, but I will say, like, I don't know that they understood the context in which the monologue um, was pertinent to the show. 
Yeah, like making sure that it is um, that it is like what you want. Yes. You know, just kind of understanding that, oh, hey, if I want, you know, if I'm auditioning for Little Women and I want Joe and I come in with, you know, a, a piece from, oh, my gosh, the only thing that popped into my head was that show about the the one act about the girl who who dies from cancer. <laughs> Sorry, what's what is it called? Like wig or oh um no oh man uh I cannot believe it's I, not there anyway it yes just, I know just what you're like talking making about. sure that it is appropriate that yes. like I'm not gonna come in with a like a super sad dramatic piece mm-hmm. if I want Joe who is more like an aspiring character more or less knowing oh these are the characters that are in the show so maybe I should be looking for something that kind of matches this general vibe yeah. Instead of, oh, I'm coming in and, and doing a monologue about a mass murderer. Maybe not a great idea. <laughs> yes. Charging the table, also not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, no. just some of the things that you see in the audition room are just so interesting. The charging the table thing is... I was terrified. I was white-knuckled. Oh, man. It is, yeah. And that did not happen at this audition. It I didn't, want to but clarify. it has happened. And I will... At a previous audition. Never forget it, you know? <laughs> I will never forget it. I mean, I felt every muscle of mine tense up. And mm-hmm. then just to be. <laughs> yep. I got you. <laughs> Read the room. Anyway, it's just, you know, there, there is, there is a type, there, there is audition etiquette that happens yeah. and that you should just know, you know, and as far as making people feel comfortable, like we, I work so hard to make sure that people feel comfortable when they come into the room and that they know that it's a good place to be. Yeah that I then don't also want to be made uncomfortable after I've done that mm-hmm. and tried to, you know, mm-hmm. but anyway, there's, there's just some things that I think that as we continue to go forward, we move forward into stuff that we will have, you know, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Well, no, but the, the other thing that I was going to, that I was really thinking about was you know our musical director Aline Owens was there mm-hmm. um and she was confused by one monologue because she thought it was this disneyfied version of something and it's right. like from a completely contextually different show yeah, it was a dramatic show yes and she said what what disney movie is that <laughs> and <laughs> i could understand why she asked that question, but that's the other thing, the other very important thing yes. that people forget to do sometimes, and that's slating your pieces mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. saying your name because you might walk into a room and know every single person there, and it doesn't matter. I mean, you you still need to tell people your name, yeah, because there might not be somebody in there who there may be somebody in there who doesn't know who you are, or somebody who you think knows you and doesn't really. As well as you think. So you need to remind them because you see a whole lot of people on audition days. It feels like you've been waiting for a while. And when you walk in there, you're the first person that's walked in there. But they've been sitting there for three and a half hours. And you're not the first person. And it gets really easy to get people mixed up. I do want to put an asterisk on that. Have you ever walked into an audition room and then you do your slate? You're like, hey, hello, I'm Cody Walker. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, we know. Yes. And then it's mm, probably not getting this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just always remember that yes, horrible. No. <laughs> um, no, but I we will do you one better. Audition. I did. I did go in an audition one time 
and on my resume I had somebody listed one of the the uh, directors and somebody that I had done a lot of fight choreography with and um who used to be one of my like he was really like one of my fight mentors and acting teacher and um I later went on and, and worked for him anyway it doesn't matter but he was on my resume and I was super stoked about this show and I go in and I'd never auditioned in this building before. It was very strange, but um, I really wanted this show. It was like a highbrow comedy. It was at theater wit in Chicago and they do these amazing shows that are just, they're just really fun because they're most of the time they're very intellectual and just more on the classical side, but not Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, so anyways, so I was really excited about this. Actually, this show was fallen falling angels, which is like a hilarious, hilarious comedy. I would love to do sometime, but anyway, I go in there and I, I'm, I'm about to do my, um, my callback. And the woman is looking at my, uh, the director is looking at my, um, my resume and she was like, Oh, um, so you worked here, here, here. And I was like, yeah, actually I did this show with yada, yada. And, um, um, you know, he lived in Chicago for quite some time. And she was like, yeah, I know him mm. and then like looked at the other people at the table and I knew the assistant casting director and the person who was stage managing that was in the room and they were both like shaking their head vigorously at me. <laughs> she looked away like, do not, do not press the subject. I felt the temperature change. And I was like, Dick, I mean, I mean, I got that guy all over my freaking resume. Yep. <laughs> I did not book the job. I darling. can imagine, yes. <laughs> um, but I walked out and I later got like a phone call from the assistant casting director, and they were like, "Dude, I should have called you and just told you to take the name off of your. Re- I yep. should have known that you would have had it on there." And I kind of knew that this person had uh, left, shall we say, a trail of tears behind him wherever he went, and I should have just known. And that in itself is kind of a lesson. Yeah. Like when you know that there is a particular person that is viewed in a certain way and you plaster them all over your resume, a lot of the times that person's neg- or, or people's negative connotation of that man or who or woman or whoever is going to bleed onto you. Yes. And they're going to be like, oh, this is what kind of person he is. Mm-hmm. I immediately had to have all of my like I took my headshots because redacted redacted back, back in those days <laughs> I took my headshot and I unstapled all of my <laughs> my resume from the back I'm just realizing now it feels like I've been out of the game for so long I don't even know if you still do that like no you're supposed just, to have it printed to the you back just like print it on the back yes. now oh that's nice yeah or back in my day you hey, just you know what, stapled though? it um <laughs> Not to derail. At least it wasn't a black and white headshot. Like those are not. That's not okay. But I did see something where somebody said, "Please stop bringing black and white headshots." I was like, "Who's doing that? Like who from the early '80s is auditioning (laughs) that hasn't auditioned since the early '80s?" No, I want. I mean, I do have a black and white headshot. Hang on a second, because Cody (laughs) has some black and white headshots. Well, it's important to know. in in the beginning, it was appropriate. What? 
it just wasn't appropriate for very long. Yes. I was just right at the end. I thought these photos looked really cool of me. Except I looked like a freaking vampire. I look like in that one that one black and white headshot that I hope to God doesn't exist in my house anymore. I'd look because my widow's peak is so intense. And oh my God. I'm like the person who took the picture was like, hey, we could use a, a black background. I don't have one, but the floor is black. So could you just lay down mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. lift your head just a little bit and it'll look like you're standing. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and, and, and you have and of course I did it. thin hair that it just like, how dare you? How I didn't mean to say it's thin, you. but it's like not as thick as mine. That's true. Yeah. You have like super, you, yeah. Crazy like I could move my hair and it stays. Exactly it didn't matter. Still. The amount of hairspray that was in my hair. I could have been a news anchor. <laughs> it could have been, you know, hurricane Katrina outside. My hair was not moving. It was more the intense, um, the intensity and the weird straining of my neck to lift my head hey up man, off no of double the floor. Chins. No double chins at all. Oh, my God. I looked horrible. And my head kind of crooked to the side a little. It was just awful. It was awful. I remember I love it. bringing that headshot at school in Oklahoma. And they were like, what are you auditioning for? <laughs> I was like... Well, it doesn't exist yet, but I'm thinking future CW shows. <laughs> <laughs> Anything on the CW. Have you seen uh, UPN, which is pre-CW? I'm going to get I'm going to be on that. Get whatever, a show on that. Whatever yeah. that is, I'm doing that. Yes. Sorry, you were going to derail us, and then I no, 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 I wasn't going to derail us even further uh, because I forgot what I was going to say at this point. But, yes, when you've been there for three or four hours and you've seen all of these people, just... Hey, I'm going to state this, mm -hmm. state my name, state my pieces so that we know kind right. of what to expect and how to gauge. Because someone that came right before you may have just done, done something that was like really comedic. Right. And we've had a really good time with it. And we need to readjust our thinking process. Mm -hmm. Kind of like. Um, well, it's also the taking a moment before. You yes. know, people just do not. People rush. I heard you say that all day. People, Take a breath. People rush. I, yeah. Well, and then. I felt kind of bad because our friend Ty, who, you know, is was a theater teacher. It's like teaches this. He went to school for it. Like he knows all these things. And I'm sitting there behind the table and I was like in between. <laughs> oh, man. I just have been around, you know, kids all the time trying to like make them feel better about auditioning and like that we're there Some for them. Words of and affirmation. Su supportive. And people who haven't necessarily auditioned before or, you know, aren't used to this process. And he finishes his song. And I was like, good job. That was so nice. It was so good. It's like you were pandering to him so And then bad. he just kind of like looked over at me and like, uh-huh. And then started his monologue. <laughs> I just felt like... And then I had to apologize to him afterwards like, dude, I'm really sorry that I did that to you. I did not mean it. Sorry about you. But anyway, it was, yes, take a moment before. Take a breath mm -hmm. and breathe. I mean, we want, the people behind the table want you to succeed because you're solving a problem for yes. them. I tell people that all the time. Like, we have this show that we have to, that that is a problem that we have to solve. Like, you and are going to solve this problem for us. Please, God, be good. Everybody, yes. before they sing, every single time, I'm always thinking, like, please, please, please be Amazing. 
And we honestly and genuinely, we really did have an embarrassment of riches oh, it was, show up for this. It was crazy. I I would have never expected. I, I mean, I know that I should have in some ways mm-hmm. because I know the, the talent that is out there in our community. And we had several people just, cancel, which actually solved huge problems. Yeah, because we did. I mean, this time we had kind of started uh, like we did something a little different. I have been wanting so long and I don't know if I talked about this last time about doing like time slots and having a form that people fill out before you the audition even takes place. And then, you know, whenever they. Oh, that's what I was going to say to derail us. I really enjoyed that. We had the Google Forms and yeah. you could send in headshots and all of that was already at was our fingertips. Before. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it just makes things so much better and it it streamlines it in a way of, okay, I'm not going to waste my time. I know who's coming beforehand. Mm-hmm. I can schedule this around whomever. I can make it work. And, and it's not unexpected for the most part. I mean, you still might get some surprises and some walk-ups, which we did, and um, and that's great, but it is nice to be able to say, Hey, for those people who are preparing for this, we will make you a priority Yeah. so that you're not sitting there for hours and hours waiting and waiting and waiting to come in. And that can happen, especially when you're doing individual auditions like that of trying to move people through, but you want to give people their time. So, you know, it, it just, it worked out so much better that way. And it, it is something that I'm so glad that we finally started doing because I mean, that's the way it is in the world and just mm-hmm. bringing some of those things back into the mindset of our local performers Yes, is I, I think going to be so valuable for and us. It was, and it was crazy to hear. I want to say probably 90% of everyone who had come to audition. Uh, is that all you need to see? Do you need me to hang around? It was yeah. like, no, no, no. If we, if we need to have something extra, we will schedule that for a later date. Mm-hmm. Like if we need a chemistry read or something. Yeah. But, you know, fortunately, we didn't have to have that. But it was so crazy that people kind of had that in their mindset that, hey, I need to stay here until well, 10 to until 2. they tell me. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, it is really, we had so many great women audition for this show, I Man. will say. And it almost made me think, okay, we could just run this show for four months, change the cast every month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just, and, and have everyone a, gets an opportunity to play and have a great time. And, and at the end, we'll have them all play every role. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a big, um, uh, what do you, what do you, uh, showcase? Yeah. Like a showcase. Um, no, but I, I almost thought like, okay, what if we just, and we kind of talked about this. If we just have all of these people that we know, you know, that, that are going to be in the show. But instead of me giving them a part, have them show up on a particular day and just find it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're having tryouts. Here like, you go. All right. Now, everyone's going to get a say. Almost like a communal casting. Like, we're all in the show. Like, here we are. We're all in this room. We're all in the show. This is an experiment. Let's see what happens. Who would like to be Meg? You know, if you would like to be Meg, <laughs> Aline will start playing the song, jump up there and sing. If you think you can do it better, make the other person stop singing and you continue the song. This <laughs> Whoever is, is left, it's like King of the Hill, no, but no, with music no, theater. No, no, no. <laughs> this is like the Dark Knight scene where uh, Heath Ledger breaks that pool stick and says, all right, everybody, we'll yeah, have a trial for who's going to be my henchman. 
Yeah. Uh-uh. But musical. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> but not everyone yeah, does not have, you know, uh, as not fragile of an ego as maybe you and I do. But I just, I think it would have been very interesting. But still, we we got so, I'm so excited. I mean, just just the fact that you and I were talking a little bit, and I know Lexi and I have talked about it, but I am so excited for the women that we have in the show and the friendship they are about to oh. embark upon because yeah. like they all know each other, but they don't necessarily like talk all the time or anything yeah. like that. You know, I don't think that they're all like super huge friends all well, the, the time. Well, the thing I say about people all the time is that there are people who know me and there are people who know me well. Yeah. And I think that these are people who know each other or know of each other. Rather. But they're also they all have very and they're similar so, yes. like personalities. They're so in a way. kind and so giving and like just, just spectacular so human beings. I'm very excited. I think that they are going to I, like I'm I'm gonna in love watching them all fall in love with each other mm-hmm. and just become super close. And to be in the room with everybody that we have in the show is going to be awesome. Yeah. Like every single person is incredibly kind and giving and like a great performer. I'm just, I'm so stoked about it. It, It's like all I've been thinking about. It's going to be awesome. It is. I was thinking about this um, because we posted the cast list officially on this day, which is the Ides of March 15th. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I was thinking about this on kind of like the drive over here since it's official now. Um, like when when do we sort of get dethroned off this hill? <laughs> and it's like continually we have like the best people in the best places. And and I, I think it has been that way since the beginning for us yes it, it, it is kind of embarrassing and 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 i was thinking about that the other day it's like i just feel like i've been riding this high for so long mm-hmm. when do the dominoes start to fall well i kind of hate that way of thinking and i completely understand it but yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm not trying to like doom sort of yeah the the doomsday ourselves. thinking and i understand that because i do the and same I think I've thing i've just had enough bad things happen to me in life yeah in general but where you i know, think like I think that that was, i think that those things seem to be when a different mindset took over your life like you were a different person much like in the way that i was a different person and i think that one thing that you and i have in common along the way is that both of us made a very conscious decision to change yes like not only the us like not to change who we were and the path that we were necessarily walking down but the people that we surrounded ourselves Mm -hmm. with and that in itself has like really changed my entire like the course of my entire life yes and i just think that um when you do things for the right reasons things might be difficult but whenever you're doing things and you're leading from a place from your heart and you are wanting nothing but other people's success and not expecting anything of it back on yourself. Yeah. That you can be in a place where you don't have to worry about the shoe falling Mm -hmm. because you have all these amazing people that are going to be there to help you put it back together again. Yeah. So I, I'm just like the, the fact that we have so many friends and so many like this amazing theater community that we have built up. Um, 
around our company now, it it is just it's it's awesome and it's it is a little bit embarrassing in the way of how awesome is it that we have done these kind of impossible shows at this point. Yeah. <laughs> that I would not expect to succeed and that we're somehow able to find people. And even whenever we didn't know if we could cast Tuck Everlasting and we were just kind of jumping in and we were like, I don't know, kind of hoping <laughs> yeah. that somebody shows up for some of these roles because I have no idea. Like we, there was no stacking of the deck in the way of I didn't just know for a fact, well, if no one shows up, I could ask this person to do this. None of that. It was like, I don't know. Yeah. And still, magically, it happened. And it happened in the absolute best way possible. Mm-hmm. And I just I just think that when you're doing things for the right reasons, things work out. Yeah. For whatever reason. And I just am going to, I am just going to say that it is going to be great. And it's going to be fine. <laughs> and we don't have to worry. <laughs> well, it is, you know, you're talking about like how we both sort of managed to change who we're around, but also change like what our decision making is sort of based around. It's like when I quit thinking about myself in general, like it's not about necessarily like my success, your success or play on success. It's like, man, I really want to see all four of these women like Mm -hmm. really succeed and the audiences are going to lose their freaking minds when they hear how good they are yeah they're they're going to be so amazing and it and it's just you know i think setting aside and getting to work with aline oh yeah like an absolute that is something else that i really wanted to uh discuss today with you is like how this entire show is primarily female-led oh, in that way. so awesome. And she wants to meet with people in her studio individually yeah. to work on their stuff. And I'm just very excited for when everything starts to come together and mm-hmm. we can see the full picture. And not just we, I mean, like, we the cast. Yeah. My God, is it going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I mean, just the fact that we have the time to to get it as perfect as we possibly can. Yeah. And we have all the right tools. So... How could we fail? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, also, the very first show that I was ever in, Aline Owens wrote, and she co-directed it with... Uh, Bill Bush? Bill Bush. Yeah. And um, so I just... I she mean, was She was razzing the, you pretty hard. Well, she knows. I mean, it was rough. I was, I was terrible. And I tell people all the time, and she and I have talked about it. I mean, just the fact that they were so patient with me. I mean... The doing that show with them changed the changed my whole life. Yeah, you know it. It, it totally it gave me a career. <laughs> well, you know, you know it's it started crazy me that down that road. You you don't know that you could fall in love with something until you've been afforded the opportunity to do it. Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to be a performer. Yeah, but I was terrified deep down. You knew. Yeah, because I mean, even though I um probably hide it pretty well in front of people. I mean, I am and was intensely insecure yeah. about so many things. I mean, I feel like I don't know many actors who are not intensely insecure, <laughs> which is why it's like, I need validation. Yes. But I, I mean, I was in school. I went to a school where nobody was like me and nobody understood like the things that I wanted to do or what I was interested in. And then my mother essentially signed me up for this thing because she knew I wanted to perform and I was not in a great situation in my own personal life at that time. I was like going into being a junior in high school, I think. And she signed me up for this summer workshop theater 
with Family Playhouse with Aline Owens and uh and I went in there and auditioned and she was incredibly kind and the person who you know one of the people that was in that show that I went on to do a lot of shows with and became a really good friend of mine and was there for me for a lot of those like figuring out who I am in this world was Lee Schneider and she's in the show with us which is awesome because she's also in the show which is like such a weird thing and we're performing the show in the same theater that was the first place that I ever performed I mean it's just really cool where and it's the same theater that our theater company first started in yeah and it's just so many of those little things that just are special to me maybe not to anybody else but it's just it's just like a little check marks everywhere of like how cool this is and Mm -hmm. that you know lee hasn't done a show in so long and she's so talented and i'm so excited for her to get back on the stage again but i'm also excited to be doing this with her again and to like for all of us to get to experience the show together and with Aline. I mean, it's just awesome. It's I think, super I, awesome. I think the big thing is that we we get to experience each other. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you know, we we really work hard at building this community to build this like thing where we all enjoy each other's company. And, you know, one of the things that uh, somebody had come up to me uh, when when we'd finished rehearsal or uh, auditions the other day, and they were like, you know, I I don't really want to do a show unless I had that guarantee that I could be around someone that I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, well, the 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 thing that you get to do is if you start your own theater company is that you get to make those decisions on who you surround yourself with. Yeah, you pick and choose exactly, and, and having the opportunity to surround ourselves with so many great people over the last several years has been just like this wonderful and beautiful experience for mm-hmm. me personally on top of how hard you know that I try and you try to make sure that everyone is both comfortable, mm-hmm. vulnerable, and has just the best experience they've ever had on and off stage. Yeah, you with every show, and I feel like when we have people in it, the the like goal I think for me is for them to be different by the end of it. Yeah. Just like as a director, I want the actor, the 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 character, to be different at the end than it than the character was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I I one of the reasons why I love doing it is seeing the arc of the person, and seeing this person come in from the beginning, and then seeing how the show changes them, and almost how it it helps them through something. I mean, theater is a really good form of therapy for some people. Yeah, some people it's the opposite; they need it because <laughs> of it. But yeah, I mean, it can be such an amazing cathartic experience that can help you work through something that you didn't know you even needed to work through. Mm -hmm. And it can also give you the family that you need (laughs) in the moment. Oh man, that, that last one rang true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was good. But I mean, you know, the thing that you said about, well, you make your own theater company and whatever. I, I remember you telling me that story, which is why I put on the board the, Oh, well, when I do my own theater company conversation. Yeah. Because, you know, pretty much in anything, somebody always says, well, you know, if I had my own yada da da da, then this is what I would do. Oh, for sure. Which is, you know, great and all. But I would say that if you're the person that is saying, well, I'm not going to do a show because I'm not going to do it if, you know, I can't pick and choose who I get to hang around because people are terrible or dramatic or whatever. Sometimes the first place that we need to look is at ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
and think, why is it that every, you know, show or situation I put myself in ends in this ball of flame? Yes. You know, maybe I'm lighting the fire. (laughs) I had a therapist tell me one time, uh, and this was many, many years ago, over a decade ago. She said, do you do you have you ever thought about why you keep dating the same people and they all do the same things to you over and over again? You ever thought that maybe they're not the problem, but you are? And I went, ha like, no, it's definitely I, not me. I'm not paying you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but but what you just my said, problem has been solved. Yes, what you just said is the truth, though. I mean, like maybe it's not even maybe. It's like when when you keep having these same issues over and over mm-hmm. again, you're obviously putting yourself in that position. You're creating these situations for yourself. You're the problem. Yeah, you're kind of thriving on that. Exactly. And after a while, I think that you kind of get stuck in it, and it's really hard to break that cycle. It is very difficult. I mean, I used to be a horrible person, and it is hard to admit that. Preaching to the choir. (laughs) But I used to be a horrible human being, and I can look back on things and just think, oh, my God, if I ever see this person again, I have got to deeply apologize for the person that I was that Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I was. Have you ever seen someone... And you just know, and then your face flushes with the embarrassment all over again? No. (laughs) Oh, just me? Okay. (laughs) Yes, of course. Of course. I mean, it's, yeah. I I just, I'm very thankful for the journey, but I also know that no matter how much I, I might, you know, want people to be a good person or, like, don't understand I guess is really what it is, like how I can sit over here and say, I just don't understand how that person could do that. I also know that along the way, I've made some absolutely horrible mistakes that I would not want to be judged upon. Yeah. Forever. And that people can change and hopefully people change. But I mean, I I just, you know, going through theater as a younger person who clearly had a lot of issues that hadn't worked through anything. And then, you know, basically the the things that I inflicted upon other people without even realizing it. Yeah. Because I was trying to work through my own stuff. It's just unfair. And clearly if I would have been that person and then, and I know that I had the, well, when I have my own theater company (laughs) conversation a bunch, but if I would have at that time, no one would have worked with me. Yeah. Nobody. We're telling you we're talking about the guy who left, you know, a a city of burning bridges behind him. Of course. And, you know, sometimes I'm not saying that a a burnt bridge is bad all of the time, but you don't really want to end that way for yourself. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's, it's really a struggle for me because like burning a bridge is not always necessarily a bad thing because sometimes there are times when it is time to lose the limb, if you will. Yeah. But also... It affords you the opportunity to build a better bridge yes. on the other side of that. It's like, hey, look, man, I like really need to apologize. I screwed up. I did this thing, and that's on me. However, I would like to build a relationship going forward that is like we have this thing in between us, but we also have a mutual respect going forward. I didn't afford you that before. Yeah. I will now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I look at it in the way that I think that you were describing of, I don't want to completely like act like these people don't exist. Oh yeah. I cannot be around them. I would much rather have the conversation of, look, 
we're clearly not going to be BFFs. Forever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But we live in a small community for the most part. And I know you exist and you know I exist and we see each other places. Mm-hmm. And I would much rather not have to duck and cover or feel like my face flush every time that I come around you or yeah. immediately feel that anger that I felt from the last whatever that we had and just be able to say, hey, you know what? I know you exist. This is not like clearly this stuff happened that we're not going to be able to let go necessarily, but we can be okay existing in the same space. Yes. But I'm not going to tell you everything that's going on in my life. Yeah. There can be some rough patches in the sand, but we can be on the same beach. Which is, yeah, which is all about boundaries, which is what Lexi is teaching me (laughs) every day. Yeah. Like you need to work on your boundaries, which is cool. And I do. I do need to work on like boundaries are very healthy, good thing. It's just not something. A thousand percent. It's just not something that I, I always thought, isn't it great that I don't have boundaries Mm. And look at all these things that I do because I don't have boundaries. And isn't it cute? And it's not cute. It Well, I think the big problem is that it affords people the opportunity to walk all over you. Oh, the 100%. And take advantage of your kindness and your ability to and your willingness to really do anything that is asked of you. Oh, yeah. And then you feel guilty if you say no. And you kinda should like, never feel that way. Kind of like that time when I was living at my house and a bed showed up at my house like a massive bed showed up at my house addressed to my address not my name on that bed because somebody wanted it shipped but didn't want somebody else to know that they were buying it because they were leaving that person and they never told me and I showed up and there's this massive box. And I'm like, in what world is this okay? In what world is this okay for you to send this massive thing? And it's on the front, my front porch. Hey, hey, Cody, uh, uh, just want to let you know there's a mattress coming your way. It's going to be addressed to you, but it's so many be for things. me. <laughs> when this person moved, I had to help them move by association. Nah. Because it was at my house. Yeah. <laughs> It was just the weirdest thing. And I thought, looking at it at the time, I was like, why in the world would this person do that? And in, in fact, it was not necessarily their fault. It was my fault because I had never actually set any clear boundaries yep. in the first place. And I Isn't made that such that, a hard pill to swallow. It is so difficult. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, a lot of the times I'll tell stories or whatever, like these crazy things that happen. And it's all because I wasn't clear about my boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's not anybody's fault but mine. Like, I'm the reason that these stories happen. Yeah, you start telling stories and Lexi and I look at one another like, yeah, this is this is a you. This is his fault. Yeah. And I have not realized that in the past. <laughs> <laughs> it has always been everyone else's like, I don't know why they do this. You know, it's easy to it not be you is basically yeah. what I'm getting at. So hopefully that person works that out. But it also has to. I, I will say there is a flip side to what you're saying. And I don't want to leave people on this like, oh, hey, what I'm saying is right. But but it's also you have to sort of think your way into thinking that I can't hold people to my same standards. Yeah, of course. You do have to have some grace. Yes. It's like what what I deem is... An A problem is probably someone's C problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. But 
all in all, we're going to have an awesome show. It's going to be amazing. And maybe we will actually figure out some someday. We've made it. I think this is 60. Two? 62? I don't think so. Your numbers are way off from what you send me. And nobody needs to be privy to that conversation. But <laughs> so far off, like three or four off. It doesn't matter. We're getting into the 60s. Yeah. And we have never had a guest. <laughs> <laughs> and we have talked about it Because we so can't afford another much. mic. It's not even about the mic. I really think that people would forgive another, like, even if it was just a headset mic, just to have a different voice on the show. The problem is, it is so easy for you and I just to meet Yeah, when we need to, instead well, the thing of is, organizing another element yes you you and i hang out all the freaking time and we have had this discussion really off mic a lot about how we should start having these people that are in our shows come on and talk about their experience and what they expect and like or like when we were doing mockingbird i was going to literally i actually have somewhere on my phone some recordings that I did in the car where I was like talking about the process because in my mind I thought we'll take some of these things, interview some of the cast members and just kind of like do this along the way and then have a we're going to open the show and we'll release this recording yeah. of like, oh, here was some little snippets from the process. I never even told you about it. Well, there's a lot of uh, ideas that we bounce off of one another that never really come to fruition. It, yeah. Um, it's also just because there's only so much time. Yes. And because we have done such a great job of trying to set those boundaries mm-hmm. and we're already super crazy busy yeah. and still it's like personal life, but you want to do all these things. I mean, I love doing this stuff. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And, you know, I feel super lucky that we get to, but, you know, you and I both work full-time jobs mm-hmm. and we have the podcast and there's the theater company and there's the other theater company and there's like, yeah. you know, it's, it is a lot. And then attending everybody's things yes, is also a lot. So it's just, and then trying to make time to actually like, you know, whatever that was two or three weeks ago, we went and had lunch and it was like, what are we doing this for? <laughs> yes. It was like, who, who, who's is, thinking are we celebrating? This today? is just for us. Strange. We don't do this. This is this and is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I am excited. I will say we have in the like. It is nice that we have like something to look forward to in the way of oh, isn't this so exciting? Like we have this cast. We have we're doing Little Women, and this is going to be awesome. And we've been trying to do the show for three years now. Yeah. And we have these amazing people, and it's exciting. And that's in the future. What is weird for me to think is that I will have done two shows before this starts rehearsing. Oh yeah, that's right. So really well, okay, that's not totally fair. I will have done one show and then we'll go into the tech week of another show like 2 weeks into rehearsals of mm-hmm. Little Women. But it's I know you doing great job with boundaries. Yeah, I know you <laughs> and I know where your headspace is already because you know what's going down the pipeline, which is why you wanted to cast this so early. Oh yeah, so that we can lock. I want to make in. sure that we get things done and things are set so that it doesn't lead anything up to chance, and we know what we're doing. Yes, and it's 
you know, setting yourself up for success and being prepared is an awesome thing. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, the kind of like what that kind of like what, you know, we were asked that question, you guys are already starting rehearsals for this show in July. And it's like, just because we announced a cast doesn't mean that we are automatically starting rehearsals. Yes. And, (laughs) you know, casting something in the future is not a bad thing. Now, even if we were automatically to make the show better and that would be great, but, it would be terrible. That would never. No, do no, that. no. Everyone would be <laughs> so sick of everybody. Oh, it would be horrible. Um, it would be watching them fall into love and then in, into extreme hate and then to into like complete denial. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Um, but still, like, it just. Oh God, I lost my train of thought. It's gone. It just disappeared. How yep. does that happen? How be, I was so deep into whatever I was just saying, and it's gone. You thought the joke was funnier, and you lost your train of thought. I. I and that's on you. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's true. Hey, we talked a lot about uh, what's on the board there, so why don't we? Are you saying that you want to end it when I lose a train of thought? Yeah, why not? It's the perfect place. <sighs> because we're going to stop, point. and I'm going to immediately remember what I was saying. Yeah, we, we're going to take the headsets off, and you're going to be like, "Oh, oh hey. I was going to say." Yeah, but it's not like I'm going to immediately start advertising for the show. Like crazy right now. But you want to. I do. But it's also like I know that there are other things in the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like not time. the right thing to say. <laughs> it's not in the way. I just know that there are like things that happen between now and then. Yes. And so it's like I'm not going to do that now. Or people are going to hate me. So we did this. And this is great. We can be excited about it. Do you want to put and then uh, we can start rehearsing. an asterisk on That's not why people hate you. That was Chris. And that was Cody. <laughs> Produce more shows that that was a really hard P. I'm sorry about that. You'll fix that. And would continue. <laughs> I don't know what you do. <laughs> it's clipped at the end.